Episode two. This is Rob. This is Randall. And uh, tonight we are doing our second episode. We <laughs> Randall. Have, uh, yeah. no, this is Randall. 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 I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why you used. Uh, <laughs> well, pronounced it like that anyway. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, tonight we uh, have some big news. But what's the cast, dude? We got, we got to pre- present ourselves, man. I mean the the name of the cast. We finally came up with the title. Finally came up with the title. We're gonna go with the blast from the past cast. Thought that's pretty good, man. I think it just kind of rolls off the tongue. And do you want to do you want to state for our audience how we came up with that? Uh, sure. <laughs> I, uh, I actually did a free trial of, uh, chat on chat, on. <laughs> which is like a, I think it's pretty much like a chat GPT thing. What is that, dude? Is that like chat GPT hoard out brother? dude? <laughs> I don't know, man, how it works, but I mean, there's a three day trial and I just, uh, I asked it to just give us a hundred possibilities. And we poured through that, but uh, I think we honestly still modified one of them. But we had a couple in mind. I think Pop Culture Pals was a, was a contender. Dude, Dope Decades, dude. I really like that. I, I know that you like Dope Decades. Um, there was another one, uh, Retro Ramblings. Which Retro Ramblings kinda isn't bad either, wasn't man. Wasn't too shabby, yeah. But we, we um, <clears throat> needed to establish a good title and... Uh, I was surprised with the wit of GPT, man, or chat on, sorry. That was a legit title, man. Yeah, not too bad. Blast from the past cast. It even rhymed, dude. Like, it spit out a rhyme (laughs) on us. That was pretty legit. Nevertheless, we we are on to our second show here, and we have a great topic for you guys tonight. Uh, We're going to be doing Boy Meets World. Wow. All right, man. So, all right. No, you're good, but uh, we got a little uh, format here tonight. Uh, We each have five topics to present that we're going to kind of banter on and uh, for a few minutes. So um, let's start. Let's Let's start. uh, Who wants to start it? You want me to start it? Go for it. All right. Number one here. Uh, We're going to go with uh, I'm going to pick Eric Matthews and his kind of slow descent, gradual descent into becoming a complete buffoon. (laughs) dude it's true dude and like if you read the forums if you read the forums on the topic like it's sure like the hardcore fans the fans pointed out all the time it's tough to miss well i mean yeah i i actually um like maybe seasons one through four you can still see he's kind of like the wise older brother he's like he came to um core's defense Against Harley, if you recall, oh, his yeah, first day dude. of high school. Oh yeah. And uh, also, um, also Frankie in that wrestling match that kind of devolved when like Vader came out. Like a true like school. good yeah. older brother too. He was like, a good older moments, brother, dude. and he was like, uh, he was uh, he was doing really good with the chicks too. Like, oh, like, absolutely, yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, but yeah, you go like a couple seasons down the road, like. You can see he's a he's becoming a complete idiot. Like the way he acts. <laughs> what do you say? Like, yeah, no, no, straight up, man. And I, I mean, mean, it's blatantly obvious how they turned him into like kind of the, the like side gag piece yeah, of the show. Man. You're not wrong because like seasons five and on, you got this bizarre love triangle with this B team with Jack and Rachel. <laughs> Jack and Rachel. There's dude. this uh there's this Truman show ripoff show. Yeah, I remember uh, that remember dude. That he's got one? like the mic piece and he's like watching. Yeah, like, he was like the director. Camera set up in the fucking mm-hmm. in the fucking uh dorm room, dude. That's gotta be illegal, man. Like straight up. Totally dude. illegal. <laughs> 
right. But yeah, uh, do you got anything else to add for Eric here? No, well, the one thing I had to say about Eric, dude, is there's some real touching episodes with him and Feeney, dude. Mm. Like, remember the one where, like, Feeney was, was basically teaching the, I'm not, like, the, the um, citizenship exam. Remember, he was, like, teaching that course and helping him tutor to become a citizen. And, like, he had, he wanted, like, Eric to come in and basically take a proctor a test for the group, right? Do you remember that episode? I do remember that episode, Randall. And, like, yes. basically Eric took over the class in his own style, and, like, Feeney stormed in all pissed off. But then when he actually, like, heard him out, he was doing great. He was getting know? through to him, and yeah. he also, um, in an earlier one, he, like, tutored, like, a jock. Mm-mm. Remember, like, Feeney saw, like, some potential in him. Right, When dude. he was only, like, a C student mm-hmm. himself. Yeah, and what what really sucks is like after I don't know what season that was, end of season four maybe, is once he went to college that Feeney. It, well, yeah, there, I mean it was a mentor protege relationship for yeah, sure. Yeah, but they didn't yeah. really like keep it going. I mean, there were some like light touches here and there. Also, but... if I may add, uh, blatantly, he was Alan's favorite, like <laughs> above like the three kids. Oh, dude, yeah, way above Corey. a four, I guess it was. There was a way fourth, above yeah. fucking yeah, four Corey, kids. dude. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, I think that kind of covers it, but uh, I just wanted to just cover that because he was like more of a likable character in the earlier seasons. And if I could add one more just thing. Just like a lovable loser, dude. Like, uh, I wouldn't even say loser. I mean, he was actually uh, kind of like a cool guy, dare I say. I would say like en- end of season three <clears throat> into season four, dude. He you can like, see the cracks starting to uh, emerge because we did a little like. He had no plan after high school. Remember that? And just, like, went on a little hissy fit. You know what I liked, too, was the one where he got to, like, guest a weatherman spot. That was good, too. That yeah. was good, but they, uh, the guy told him, like, that he, uh, without having an education, he couldn't really, like, hire him, you know, full time. Right. But uh, Just a stipulation. Because he was trying to, like... Um, I think was he even like dro- considering dropping out of school? He was absolutely, yeah. Wow, and that's a common theme a lot uh, <clears throat> around a lot of those '90s sitcoms. With that, that's like, true. Like it's like uh, what do you call it? Um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air when Will wanted to be a car salesman, right? You know, same kind of premise. I could see that, but I think, dude, it was great back then because they were relating to a ton of people. Who are going through that same situation, you know? They really oh, it's, I mean, that, yeah. You know? Well, we'll get into it. Uh, I don't want to jump the lead, but I have a little bit of uh, something I can relate to in that regard, like kind of a post-school, uh, what am I going to do with my life thing. But uh, moving on, I think we should go to topic number two, uh, which uh, you have here. And uh, what will that be, Randall? Topic number two? I'm just going to take it right out of the box, man, and just talk about needy puss Corey, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Corey uh, Matthews, star of the show. Just to clarify, you said needy puss Corey. Yeah, needy puss. Like, I mean, throughout the whole show, let's be honest. So we're talking like kind of like a beta wimp type. Beta wimp was definitely his archetype, dude. Okay. (laughs) Throughout the show (laughs) and progressing to... I mean, what's below beta in season six? I mean, he was rock bottom. Well, I mean, point. there wasn't only that, but I feel like you could tell he, some of Eric's dumbness was rubbing up on, <laughs> rubbing up on core as well, for sure. He was, Absolutely, He was acting dude. like a complete dope. Oh, dude. <laughs> Countless examples, especially in season six and beyond, dude. Was, oh, the college years? Are you kidding me? How many How many exact seasons were there? I can't even remember. Was there six or seven? Uh. Don't quote me on this, Seven, and on that note, I did want to correct myself. Mario 1 actually came out in October 85. I said August, so I just wanted to get that in the In the previous there. cast, dude. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to, yeah, because we, we're, we're prof- professionals here, Randall. We want to get our facts straight, you know? Okay, man. All right, so I just dropped that. Dropping All that right, in there. just dropping it off. Yeah. All right. Dropping off the laundry there. <laughs> Right, man. <laughs> All right, but yeah, you said um so like what what would you say like how 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 did you come to that conclusion Randall for your topic? How did I like, come to it? Dude, yeah, just what, watching the show. Just watching the just show. Observing the freaking <laughs> countless times where he he basically pushed out, dude. I mean, talk about Topanga, man. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, even when they were broken out, uh, up and he had, like, several opportunities, uh, he really should have taken advantage just of. Just under the fr- – like, I mean, dude, she had her claws in him and just – Deep claws. Sucked him fucking dry. So would you say she was, like, a succubus type? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, dude. <laughs> succubus type. <laughs> what was her last name, dude? Tep- Lawrence. Topanga Lawrence, yeah, dude, the season. succubus. Oh man, dude, totally relate, dude. She was a total control freak on him, dude. Oh, that's yeah, that's putting like, it lightly. Like with yeah. his mind, like dude, you you could see, oh dude. Well, to be fair, I mean, um, they both kind of, um, I think, did they both cheat on each other? Because I know Corey did kiss the ski lodge girl and um, went under he... her shirt on a later episode as well, man. Did you say like 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 a boob touch? I don't know. No, remember when she put him under her shirt, dude? Head oh. and everything. Oh, like, I kind of do now. In, in wow. fucking like Central Park or whatever park they were in. Well, it wasn't Central Park because it was, was Philadelphia. Philly, yeah, 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 yeah. So, but uh, I do remember that because uh, the the storyline behind that was Topanga gave permission to Core to do it. So it was like a total like uh, Magic the Gathering control spell play, <laughs> like there, like a blue spell, and and then she totally was pissed. She's like, dude. "You should know that you should be with me, Core." Like, you know? Jedi mind trick. It was like dude. a Jedi mind trick. <laughs> Set him up for failure. Gave yeah. him basically the noose to hang himself. <laughs> Pretty much, and they had a great time. Let's not like kid ourselves. Oh, dude. They were like playing in the rain and stuff. In Those kids had some chemistry. Let me tell you, Randall. <laughs> Freaks and geeks, girl. Are you kidding me? I would take her over to. Do Panga. you even know her name? What about What's you? Her name? Let's. Oh, I dude. mean, we, we're gonna have to consult the uh, interwebs on that one, Randall. If you want to. Wait, dude. Uh, absolutely over. All right, to Panga, I'm gonna look dude. it up here. Absolutely. We should. We got to get our facts right. <laughs> She's been in a number of hits. You man. know another one I really like her in? Uh, you might have seen it, just to go on a brief tangent here. Uh, the Founder, the like the McDonald's movie that. with Ray Kroc. Michael Keaton's Ray Kroc. It's oh, really good. Oh, she was in that too? Yeah, she's like the love interest, man. Wow. Yeah, it's a great movie. I would recommend she that one for Scooby-Doo, sure. Uh, but Geeks, her movie uh, was a uh, movie. Her name was Linda Cardellini. Cardellini. Linda Cardellini. Gotcha. Also, Lindsay Ware and Freaks and Geeks, you might know her. Where was that ski lodge at? Was that like Upper New York? Oh, uh, that was. I mean, that would be another look up. I have it no has idea. To be. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. It, it would have to be up. I would think up north somewhere, though, right? I mean, they were in Philly, so maybe a little bit further north. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't know. But right. uh, what anyways, else you got going, man? Oh, uh, you want to go to topic list? three here? Topic three. All right, here topic on your three. List. All right, yeah, no, I'm up next. Uh, uh, I mentioned earlier, um, just getting out of school, not knowing to, what to do with your life. I was kind of suffering. Uh, I will admit it here on the cast, a little bit of a uh, post college slump in '06. Really? Yeah, I was like having a hard time finding um what I wanted to do. Um, so I briefly worked at uh. A grocery store, actually Butera. A oh, store dude, I got a good story for <clears throat> you, dude. Yeah, let's go there, dude. So wait, wait, when was this? Um, is this right after like senior uh, year or? This is after college, mind you. So this was like '06, like uh, summertime ish, mm. maybe like mm. summer, maybe into fall. Uh, but furthermore, here. I uh, got the job. I was basically like the late night, like uh, graveyard shift, like deli guy, like that organized, like the um, dude, the deli guy. Did yeah. you cut meats on the slicer? Um, I had to cut like the first slice off, like and then like throw it away because, <laughs> and then r- wrap it up because you, you have to keep it like just so, I guess. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I learned a little bit about like preparation and like all the salads. You have to like um. All the like pre-made things you the buy pre-made at the deli stuff, stuff. Yeah, you have to like pour it in the fresh dishes and like kind of make sure like the the bottom <laughs> stuff goes to the top so it like looks fresher. <laughs> dude, let me just pull you on a sidebar here with yeah. that, dude, because I actually got a good a, a good go story ahead. on that. Go too, ahead, go ahead, sure. Was there anything you made that after seeing like how it was made, you're like, 
I am not. Because I was like grossed out about. I'm not even ever going to order this again, you know, or think about it. Not really. I mean, um, okay, okay. There, there might have been some like questionable like loafs, like <laughs> <laughs> like meat loafs or like, like bread loafs. You know, like deli meat loafs, like with like weird shit inside <laughs> like of them, olives like and... And peppers and crap. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Like some of them actually look looked like legitimately disgusting. They were like gelatin or like gelatinous, man. Like, <laughs> Dude, well, let me tell you this story. All yeah. right, so after after I completed my uh, my bachelor's degree, okay, biosystems engineering was my degree title. I didn't have a summer job lined up between uh bachelor's and my master's degree all right so like through that summer i didn't have any internships lined up so i literally got the like lowest of the low i i don't i don't mean this as a bad thing but like one of the not the lowest of the low but like the worst job like imaginable so this was at a super walmart cart pusher really yeah and i grinded that out and just like bringing them in from outside. Well, let me tell you how effed up it was because this is like a super Walmart where essentially you have three entrances and one of those is the garden center. Okay. Right. And you would have to manage all of that during like rush hour, like 4 p.m. on a normal weekday. And like carts would just be building up because you got one guy out there and you can't like handle it. Because it's like nonstop traffic and like you said garden department that there's like the electronics and like groceries and every, dude a dude. super i mean that's not fucking around and like you'd be trying to manage that and all of a sudden you get a call on the walkie-talkie like garden center needs carts and you're just like oh fuck it here we go again so here's a good story on that all right so <laughs> major sidebar here but no major sidebar but there was uh, there was one time when i got a call for the garden center and this is like peak back to school season okay and like like august 4 p.m yeah. yeah 4 p.m hits and it's just like cars are fucking flying in there like you won't believe all right the bays for the carts are filling up i got i get a call so i go and take care of the carts over in the garden center i'm walking back and I look over to the far side of the fucking parking lot, and this this freaking bay is just overflowing. Like I mean, like the carts are like three feet off the end of the bay, like and I and I, into I literally <laughs> <laughs> my cars are literally having to drive around, yeah, dude. circumnavigate. So I shit you not, I literally see at the far corner of the lot, this cart at the end, literally come undone and start rolling down the hill. All right. And it's picking up speed and I take off in a sprint, dude. So I'm like just hauling, hauling it. I I can't make it, dude. And what this cart hit was like a, like a pristine Mercedes, dude. This cart just goes boom right into the side of it. Makes a huge mark, maybe even a little dent. All right. And I was like, oh my goodness. And and I even got the short end of the stick, right? Because I'm like, I'm trying to manage something that's impossible. So literally what did you do? I mean, yeah. The people, other customers saw it and they come up to me and be like, and they're like, You're not doing your job. I'm gonna go tell the manager on you. And I'm just like, Yeah, go do it. Do it. See, see what I care. You know what oh, I mean? Geez, because Randall, you I mean you I would say you went above and beyond, to be honest. Absolutely. Can I can I uh, take this back though to BMW real quick though? <laughs> yeah, man. We can, get, top, we can get back on topic. topic, topic but show. think about but, it, yeah. man. It was just that poorly I, I, managed, you know. It is poorly managed, and you know what? Actually, well, I, here, I, let I, me tie it in a nice bow. I ended up walking off the job, man, because it was just they treated their employees so bad. I just ended up just quitting and being like, I'm, I'm done. Oh, Sorry, it was a walk-off quit? Literally walk-off quit. I like quit. that. Okay. Uh, one more thing about Walmart, though, before we move on. All right. Because no, no, I didn't mention that. I did hear once on a documentary that more the most crime in the entire world happens in Walmart parking lots. Dude. 
like per capita like wow man so yeah think about that the next time you go to walmart be careful lock your doors and i was literally pushing cart that's where i lived for like days i imagine out of the it's week, mostly dude. like it's probably most like petty like drug deals and stuff dude mostly, petty drug deal yeah. dude, i remember there was times yeah. where there would be like a van there and cops surrounding like it. black like tinted windows and you could smell the pot coming from the oh car, yeah like, and they would just arrest them you know all right, let's oh, get yeah. back on I, topic. I had one here, more man. thing to say because uh, it was uh, originally we took this off of uh, the deep end here, but dude, the Walmart but, uh, story. Yeah, uh, no, Alan Matthews. I, I kind of got some inspiration with him because he was like he worked in a grocery store all his life before they took over that. Dude, uh, that's a nice outdoor, segment in before dude. that outdoor goods store where they bought the oh, store. Oh, dude, did they run it into the? They ground bought the too? store from. Um, what was that guy's name? I can't remember. I don't remember his name, but I remember he was Tim Taylor's shop teacher in <laughs> yeah, Home Improvement. That's though, right, dude. Absolutely. Because there was so much crossover. Uh, Al Borland was like a like a uh, animal control guy in an episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, of course, hardware store Harry was uh, Sean's father, Hunter. Yep, yep, absolutely. Is that right, Chet Hunter? Chet Hunter. Yeah, that's yep, right. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> Uh, but yeah, he inspired me, and uh, I I was watching the show like the reruns back in the day on a uh, ABC Family at like one two in the morning with my friend Tom because we would stay up and play uh, online poker back then. <laughs> and uh, would you it, be at the same it, table too? No, like, we oh, wouldn't okay. do that. I mean, um, but yeah, I, I told him that he was like, "Wow, you were inspired by a sitcom character." Like, yeah, <laughs> and, like we, yeah, we reflected on that that. Yeah, sometimes like yeah, these these little things you know, yeah, makes you think sometimes. But um, I think that's enough on my Butera run there. It lasted like a month, by the way. But uh, <laughs> uh, moving forward, this would be um, uh, what would be number four, right? Number four yeah, on my list, yeah. dude. Yeah, All right. Yeah, what's your next topic? I wanted to talk about the most controversial episode in the entire series, man. I wanted oh, to hear your Oh, that's easy for opinion. me. And that's actually kind of the, the subject of my next uh, uh, topic here. But uh, what did you think it was? Oh, controversial, man. I think to me it's like no contest. I mean, this the one I'm thinking of I actually think got banned and re-airings. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I know what you're talking about, the drinking episode, right? Yeah, the Where drinking they... episode. I think it's called If You Can't Be With The One You Love. Wasn't wasn't the, the, the big thing with um with why they banned it when Sean basically came they were drinking the like uh, vodka or whatever in the bathroom and then Sean basically came up and said why don't they sell this stuff to kids or something? Or no, was wasn't that wasn't that Core who I said that? I think Core said that. Yeah, Core yeah. said that, yeah. I mean, promoting underage drinking, too. I can see oh, why it, it was totally insta-banned. Was. Oh, yeah. Like, they're going to show that on ABC Family. It was whiskey, by the way. That they oh, gotcha. Gotcha. He uh, stole from his, his parents' liquor closet or cabinet. Yeah. Well, here's a, like a, if you want to boil this down to a sentence, here's what it says uh, on a cursory Google search. Sean tries to help Corey stop drinking, but in the process, he begins drinking himself. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's freaking great, dude. 98. Oh. Original air date, March 6, 1998. Uh, season 5, episode 18. So the show in general, where, where was it slotted when it first came out? I can't. I, I watched it with my parents. This was uh, towards <clears throat> like the middle uh, incarnation of TGIF back in the day. Mm-hmm. It was slotted at eight thirty Eastern, seven thirty Central. Of course, we're Central Time Zone, so we're more used to Central Time. But I thought I'd start with Eastern. What what <clears throat> what shows were like before and after it? Uh, I remember? remember back in the day, and this may have changed, but it was Family Matters for a good while. Mm-hmm. Like that was the lead in it at uh, eight seven. Central. Yeah, that's a good show, and uh, that was pretty good. Uh, that show, um, pretty much, they should have just called it the Steve Urkel show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was. Definitely. A, uh, I mean, this has probably been covered before, but he was like supposed to be just like a one-off character. 
but he tested so well and got so many laughs that really like i didn't know made that. him a main like a main character and then he pretty much just became his show i've seldomly <laughs> seldomly seen that show actually it's rarely on tv yeah in fact I like i think they <clears throat> caught characters from it just to make more room for steve wow yeah that's crazy yeah. man that's nuts when was um when was uh home improvement was that just a different day home improvement i believe was tuesday nights at um nine eight central i mean i just remember if i'm remembering right <clears throat> always like i was too young at that time you know i was probably like five or six during that but i'd always watch with my parents like i'd always be on the couch and we'd always be watching like boy meets world home improvement you can't know. go wrong. Those are classic shows. Absolutely, yeah. dude. They were both on ABC, right? Uh, yes, yes, yeah, they were. Dude, yeah. what a legendary like lineup. They were killing it back in the day. Then. Oh, I was um <clears throat> back as a kid, probably like seventh, eighth grade. I was uh maybe sixth, seventh, eighth grade. I was hanging on every episode every week. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I wanted to see what happened next. I mean, geez. It's so well written, to be honest. Super well written, and honestly, the show panders to like everybody kids you name it yeah parents i mean mean, it's for everybody it really is older people younger people i mean teenagers it's something like we kind of like grew up to like you know like you can kind of like see yourself in core to be honest a lot of times yeah no no those are always the best shows though is the ones where you can you can relate to the main characters and what they're going through, you know. I was often pretty jealous of Sean because he was really good with the babes, too. <laughs> Him and Eric showing up Corey the whole time. Pretty much. Well, I, mean, I would well, say, I would say Sean more with so, yeah. Topanga, dude. I mean, the earlier been... seasons, you could make a case for Eric for sure, though. Right, right. But that was... um. That was your topic, right, for uh, topic four, right? Yeah, yeah, go for the next so, one, man. Let's so, he, yeah, just confirming, though, I don't think you officially said, would that be your most controversial if you can't be with the one you love? There was a couple really controversial ones. Yeah. The one that sticks in my mind is the one where basically Sean ended up dressing as a girl. I can't even remember the premise oh, of it. Oh, yeah, I think it was called uh, Chick Like Me. That could be, man. I think it was because there was like a, a book they were reading called black like me where like uh like a white guy dressed up like a black person just to see what it was like for them really like it was written back in the day before i mean probably around the civil rights movement and stuff so just i mean i just remember like when in the because let me play it for the audience right is that there sure, was a scene ahead. where Sean was a girl, and like this guy was hitting on her because he couldn't tell the difference. He was attracted to her, and I mean, and by the way, he picked the name Veronica. Veronica, and like there's this like scene where he basically they're playing pool, and he gets like right up behind Veronica. Yeah, he's like trying to like uh, and like yeah, it really puts you, her, yeah. especially as a guy, like it just frames that why that's like you know it makes you feel like put you in the place of a woman where that's happening and then you, you like get it it's like a not to say like you didn't know it before but it just does such an excellent way of like sparking you it in your mind say like almost like a light bulb moment it really is yeah. like not like i mean you always know it's like you know that kind of shit's wrong but like the way that they did it was they, like, they did a great job with that um you had that one, and I don't want to sell you short. If you have anything more on that, let me know. No, but, I uh, just wanted to note how just great and like uh, I had special and great. It points to the amazing writing of the show because they. Since we're on a good know. a good uh, little uh, tangent here on like controversial ones, there was the one where like Sean had to like was like working for those mobsters in the oh, cafe. Oh yeah, that that's time. right, dude. To set the stage here, Sean took a job in this obvious like mafia like uh, coffee coffee shop. The two gangsters, two dude. blatant like old like uh, dons, basically <laughs> like uh, we're having him do like chores for him. So uh, it gets to the point. Well, I think actually, um, course, course, the one who first starts working there, but he uh, realizes it's obviously a mafia joint and he quits. Sean takes over. 
Well, he I don't think he notices obviously. I think he literally like is oh, oblivious. Oh, oblivious. Completely oh. oblivious until okay, he realizes yeah, seen he, it. Until yeah. he realizes Sean's getting all these kickbacks, dude. I think that's when he finally like realizes something's askew. Right. And I think they have like they have like Sean like like at the docks delivering like <laughs> presumably like this box of heroin or something like <laughs> drug, drug mule. I Sean, think on like dude. Christmas Eve and oh I think Core comes down and like tells him like, you know, probably shouldn't be doing this, Sean, you know. No, he, he confronts him, dude, as a good friend should. But it's just. It was just such a good moment of the show where they actually teach you like good morals and like what you're supposed to oh, do. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Yeah, like just... Sean like had like the rough exterior, but he was like a good kid at heart. Like, like when they went to like um, remember like they were protesting having to take the SATs or something, mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. they were like saying like die Feeny die like. <laughs> Yeah, they like painted on like the bricks, and Sean like stood up to him like, I think he called him a bunch of losers and stuff, and like because he said, "quote Hey, I sleep here." Right, 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 right. Isn't that great? Yeah, those are some good controversies, though. Good topic. But it was just, I mean, man, what a they had such a good dynamic of the show to play into like all the audiences, like people who are like lower class, middle class, middle class, upper you class, know, all of it. Like I would even say like Topanga was probably more upper. Class, I would say right? she's more upper, but her parents <clears throat> did get divorced though. Right. Yeah. So, um, that was what led to the, we actually just watched the one where she might have to move to Pittsburgh yep. with her aunt. Yeah. That yeah. was, it was more of a serious episode. You yeah. Know, you know. I kind of like the lighthearted ones more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But uh, if I could go on to uh, my next topic, I believe this is uh, number f- number five. Number five. All number right. five. Okay. Um, yeah, I was going to pick. I was going to mention my uh, YouTube video uh, that I did with my friends. Oh, dude, this is great. In man. 2008. I yeah, we did it based around the uh, If You Can't Be With The One You Love episode, the controversial drinking one. So me and my buddies <laughs> got together in, uh, in their apartment and uh, with limited resources and um, funding funding <laughs> in general. Um, I, did, I did pick up like a nice Matthews Fro. Where did you find it? I think dude? Walmart. No, Walmart. <laughs> to go back to do a little callback to Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, I uh, I believe we actually did Grey Goose vodka instead, and we put in some classic commercials in the video. It was it was pretty good time. It's under uh, Boy Meets World live action. If you care to watch it, yeah, it's we like can a, even link it in the description of the we'll video. We'll link it in for, for, for you if for you're the, interested. The viewing it's like party. A, it's a good six seven minutes. I'd highly uh, recommend watching the original episode and then watching a the, little compare and contrast action. Yeah, Randall. you got to do it like right after so you get the full the full picture. Yeah, I mean, we did our best for it for what we had at the time. It was a good time. I remember uh, our friend Kyle was uh, actually uh, telling me, he emailed me, he was laughing in the car just thinking about it because we were, like, talking about it, and I was was transcribing the script and stuff. (laughs) I actually, like, printed out copies and, like, even did the full-blown, like, middle school play highlighting for each person oh so, that's pretty yeah. sweet man so it was like a serious production i actually got director credit on it too you gotta do it man I mean, starring and directing yeah well i i dude kyle kyle's the one who got he played the dad and got a dog the bounty hunter costume he did. that was fantastic man. <laughs> it was pretty kind of worked for the role though and uh i have to say scott played a pretty good sean and yep. uh, Oliver might have stolen the show as the uh, bum that bought us the lottery tickets. Yep. <laughs> he was great. <laughs> he was good. Yeah. Very cool. That was a good one. But, uh, yeah, and at the time, too, if I can add to this one, um, this was the first time I think we really made a movie, uh, like a YouTube, like a, a video, and put oh, it really? up on the Internet. Oh, the first one ever? And uh, wow. I think, yeah, my friend uh, lamented – uh, final stage of YouTube addiction. First you start watching them, then you start making them. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Kyle. Kyle said that. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, that's a good topic, though, and I encourage you to watch it. Um, it'll be good for a laugh for sure. Um, but yeah, that was mine for number five. What'd you have for uh, for six here? Oh man, for there's a couple ones, but I wanted to point out too in the show that that there's a couple. This kind of ties into the con. Actually, I got a couple more for controversial. Oh, we'll go still ahead. go in there because these were these are kind of classic episodes. There's the one episode where Corey is showing basically, and there's been some flashes throughout the show of him showing his more violent side. Oh, definitely. And the one I I'm I'm most considering here is the one where basically, I mean, throughout the show, it's pretty well known that Eric is is the dad's favorite. favorite oh, it's, son. it's like it's all but like said outright. Like I mean, it's heavily implied constantly, yes, constantly. And this is the one where they're playing basketball and basically they're finishing up Eric and the dad. They're tired. They're like sweaty. They just finished their game. Like the dad like, just wants a shower. He just wants to like sit down and have dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and here comes, here comes Dick needy, needy puss core constantly searching for attention. And he goes right up to the dad and is like, Demands hey, he plays hey let's play again. Dad. He's like, oh, no, maybe next tomorrow, court tomorrow. Uh, yeah. And he just he just won't take it. So he won't take no for an answer. Essentially, I don't know what happened, but the dad's trying to hold on to the ball, and Core just basically shoves him down to the concrete. He hurts dude. his back. <laughs> Total dick move. Total needlessly too. <laughs> assault on his five domestic domestic abuse. It pretty much was assault. <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely. It's your own father. I mean, yeah. I mean, just. There were some definitely growing pains with Core. We'll, so you're we'll going to go with uh, Violent Corey? Violent oh, Corey. Okay. And then the yeah. other episode I wanted to mention was the one with the uh, the surprise, uh, um, guess what? Oh, what's it called? Where, where someone comes in unexpectedly. Oh, I can't remember the term for it. Oh, I got one on Core. This wasn't more of a violent one, but it was kind of a dick move anyway. Um when uh, it was a later episode when there were like there's like a poetry slam at the cafe. Oh, and like yeah. remember Sean had his like diary out, and he just kept and pushing Sean to it, to get up there. He was pushing Sean to read it, and like I think Sean eventually like relented due to like Core's like peer pressure. <laughs> it was like constant though. He was like badgering him like relentlessly to read these poems. And Sean didn't want to do it. I mean, you would think your best friend would, like, realize, like, to, like, back off maybe. Right. But Cor right. didn't. No, dude. And, like, not only that, Sean was too emotional because he, it was a it was a poem about Angela on top of it. Who was about, in the audience. Who was in the audience, no less. And it was about him still being in love with her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and get this. Corey reads the fucking poem <laughs> out loud to the whole coffee house by himself after after fucking Sean couldn't do it. He comes in and just fucking reads like, it anyways. Dude. Core goes up, grabs Sean's book and just reads the fucking poem. <laughs> Doesn't she storm out like teary eyed too right after that? Like total dick move. Oh boy, Jeez, that was a that was an awkward moment. Like some of these things, like are so awkward that's like when they're coming up on the DVD, I just don't want to deal with it. I'll just fast forward <laughs> to like, the, like the too cringy. It's like too much sometimes, Randall. Like how how like how how uh much of a of um an inconsiderate idiot core can be, you know? Oh, absolutely, dude. I just wanted to say too. I mean, another another good episode on this, or another good topic for for controversial episodes is when they had the special guest, uh, Fred Savage, real life brother of Ben Savage, who oh plays Corey. Oh boy, dude. this is a good one. Yeah, Fucking, you gonna let's go right into this one, dude. Absolutely, Stewart? dude. I mean, and and just for some background, you know, if anybody's watched the Wonder Years. Me and me and Rob typically call Kevin Arnold just basically douchebag or dick Kev, dude. Douche nozzle. <laughs> douche nozzle Kev. And he fucking rolled right into the role into his brother's fucking sitcom, dude, as Stuart the the Let me like lay one on the listeners here. Who, right. who would you say is the bigger dick? 
Kevin Arnold or Zach Morris? Zach Morris or Kevin Arnold? It's a tough call, but I'm going with Arnold. I'm going fucking Kevin yeah, Arnold, dude. I know. There were so many consistent times where he just shat on everybody. I mean, dude. let's let's not kid ourselves. They're both selfish pricks. <laughs> <laughs> comes off the fucking show to go to boy meets world and he's stewart dude the fucking professor who's got some young taste for other uh his uh his uh students man it's real awkward it would be really funny if this was canon and this is just what kevin arnold ended up doing like he became a professor <laughs> totally possible <laughs> Because there is some, uh, we talked about the home improvement crossover. There's actually some Wonder Years crossover. There's a couple of them. I mean, the I dad, like the Jack, dad, Jack Loria, is that his name? Yep, the dad was in there as I think he was the judge. He was the judge on the uh, like in when the judge Cor, Cor went off and drove the car on a speeding trap. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. And then uh, the game show episode, the math teacher actually played the MC, so that was another good one. And then obviously you had Fred Savage come in as Stewart. Uh, uh, the professor causing trouble between Corey and Topanga. He wanted a piece of Topanga. I mean, and that's another good episode with the violence from Corey because he actually assaulted the professor, his older brother, Stuart. In real life. In real life. Yeah. Real life older brother. Yeah. After he, he basically made a pass for Topanga in her dorm room. That was creepy. Super creepy, man. I think that was another cringy one, too. I mean, honestly, like thinking back to college, if a professor showed up and made a pass at one of the students in the dorm room, that was definitely fireable. Like, I don't give a fuck about 10 year any of that shit. They would have let him go. You know what? This is weird, and I don't agree with it, but I think every university is different. And believe it or not, some actually let the professors date students. They really do. I dude. honestly think they do. It's legal. I mean, it's it's. But think about it like. I mean, I imagine that at the very least that's frowned upon, though. I would have to say it's a huge conflict of interest if it's a Especially student in the class. In your dude, class, that can't. There be has right. to be a parameter. You know what I mean? Like where they're not in your class, like there's right, a stipulation. Right. But still, it's it's. I mean, what if it's like a, like. 30 year old difference or something you dude know? i could tell you stories from when i went to i went to school man i went to an engineering school that's all i give the audience here but there was definitely professors hitting on some of my female friends in the school and they would tell me about it and i would just be like maybe you should report that and they're like but well, it's, it's legal and you're like i don't it's kind of like this weird gray area man you know i mean i'm sure that shit happens all the time I don't want to be a party to that at all, but <laughs> Stewart obviously was, dude. Dick Kev, Kev Arnold, <laughs> Stewart. Dick Kev Arnold returning as Stewart, yeah, Professor Stewart. I mean, ultimately in the episode, he does ended up he does end end up getting kicked off the the campus, I believe, by Buffini's love interest, the uh, the dean. I don't think he gets kicked off, but I think he's like under close eye. I something. thought he actually got kicked out. I don't think so, Can't, man. I'm pretty sure. Core was the one who was on trial, remember? Yeah, but remember remember like how basically the dean, the female dean came on? Oh, remember when they were talking about and it? And she's on, like, like all right, Corey, yeah. you're like, you have one day suspension to think about this because it was wrong. Oh, that's all he got was one day. I yeah, thought he kicked right. out the friend Savage, but maybe you're right. No, he did, not. he did not, man. Something. Believe me, I know my world. All right, all right, yeah. I'll give it to you. All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right. so uh, that covers uh, Stewart, uh, a.k.a. Kevin Arnold, uh, a.k.a. AKA Fred Savage. But uh, moving forward here, uh, I, have an, I have a good one here for this. Uh, I believe this would be topic uh, I started. So number eight. Is this number eight? I guess so, man. Okay. I'm, I'm going I've lost count, it. but I've kind of run out of topics here. Maybe. Oh, well, you should have one more, man. But maybe we, um, maybe we just lost count. But I have a good. I have two left. Okay. 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 So we'll we'll cover these for sure. Uh, the comic book mentions is my topic for oh, okay. uh, number eight here. This is my fourth one. Uh, if you watch closely, I believe. Uh, do you remember um the character Swamp Thing? 
Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. Swamp Thing. He's mentioned a few times throughout the course of this show. Um, when Corey is cleaning the dis- the garbage disposal unit, they even um, they even include this aspect and a little bit of like sexual role play. Like, <laughs> ew! It's here it comes the Swamp Thing. Like. <laughs> and like and i think actually this is a good one this actually might make you crack up randall i got this one for you swamp thing wants the booty (laughs) no joke he says that that was a monologue in the show yes yes because that that the swamp thing did Corey did Corey did yeah Corey was (laughs) Corey was uh cosplaying jeez man but uh there was that, and then there was also um, another story. There might be some others, but these were the ones that stuck stuck out to me. Uh, Mr. Turner, uh, one of my favorite characters, too, the uh, the teacher. Oh, yeah. Um, he has the class read an issue of Uncanny X-Men and compare and contrast it with Homer's epic The Odyssey. Wow. Yeah. That is pretty good, dude. That's pretty slick. I thought it was a really cool, like, uh, as a former teacher, too, like, uh, a cool uh, subject and lesson. But at the same time, they only really had Corey's issue to work off of. So, like, how are, how are all but, these kids going to read the X-Men issue? Like, right. I are mean, they going to have to go to the local it? newsstand? Do you have to drop, like, $2 for this lesson, Randall? <laughs> I hear I mean, you. <laughs> It would have been cool if he would have bought them, like, for the class, you know? Or maybe, like, get this. Um, they they probably didn't show this, but maybe Turner, like, frequented the flea markets and garage sales on the weekends. <laughs> and uh, he got go. a big box of them. <laughs> tying so, the loose end together. Yeah, there. yeah, tying the loose end. So he had, like, maybe it wasn't necessarily Corey's issue, but he p- picked up other uncannies, like, at garage sales for, like, 25 cents each. Gotcha. And then they just went off of that. Was that the only ones you could think of on the show? Or there's probably uh, some no, more. there's probably some more, but I mean, um, these were the ones that really jumped out, especially the Swamp Thing one, because there's like a couple other times it's mentioned, but uh, the Corey one in the uh, kitchen was the one that really stuck out. Did they ever show any of them with video game? Like, was there ever a system in the house? Oh, can I have? Oh, yeah, let's go here. Because okay, this okay. is a good one. This is All a good right. one. I have a really good one. Do you remember Morgan, the seldom seen sister? Yes, dude. They even, like, had, like, a play on her, like, because she disappeared. For, I think like... she got, like, grounded, and then she showed up, like, two seasons <laughs> later. later. Like, like, that was a long punishment. Right. Like, they, like, just played it off or something. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she's uh, she's with that um, artist girl. Do you remember this? as like, a no. later season episode. I don't think so. And uh, they're in the same class, but... Like uh, her classmate, I guess they they become friends too. She uh, is like a really good artist, and I think they go to her gallery. And this is actually the point where uh, some of Eric's stupidity is really rolled off on Corey, and he's just like an inconsiderate prick to this girl, like making fun of her for like, like he doesn't like respect her talent, but then he sees like that she's the one that painted like the piece. <laughs> yeah, and he looks like a total tool dude. <laughs> it's pretty good but since you asked about uh you asked about a video game reference in the show this is a great one do you remember uh banjo kazooie yes it's actually outright referred to really? in this season man i think it's season six um they uh i think morgan brings up do you want to play video games? And like the student or her friend, like the artist was like Banjo Kazooie. And like, have you gotten to the witch? And it's like, yeah, I'll show you. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Dude. And then they run upstairs. They don't show him playing it, but like the they fact just that run upstairs, the fact like, that that was referenced, that popped me big, man, because <laughs> I loved that game growing up, dude. Banjo. Fuck Banjo yeah, Kazooie dude. was a blast. Did you play the second one at all? Either? I never got into Banjo Tooie, man. I knew of it and I heard good things, but um, I'd kind of moved on from the N64 by then. None of my friends really had Banjo Kazooie. We were always a ton of them had Donkey Kong, dude. Uh, I would say, like, in the, uh, the, the, uh, 
platform of uh, N64, like 3D platformers, I'm going to go Mario 64, Banjo-Kazooie, and then underneath that, I'll put like Donkey Kong 64. Dude, Donkey Kong 64 is pretty good, though. Like It's It's a good game, but it's almost like too much, Randall. (laughs) Like, I think you have to find like 200 golden bananas or something. Really? Is that right? Yeah, it's like 40 for each character, but we're way off uh, base here. Way off base. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I thought that was actually, I'm glad you asked me about the video game because I uh, I would have forgotten about the Banjo-Kazooie reference. So. Sure, man. Uh, I got one more, though, but did you have anything else that... No, I, I think we're about <clears throat> through. I mean, we, some of them got... <laughs> lumped together and there were some nice segues so i think I'm i think we've good. covered uh we've co- we'll say we, we've we've covered nine to this point then just for clarity okay. yeah okay. because we want to keep uh keep it real here no sounds I, good i got one more though to, to get an even 10 all and, right and this is another good one me and a couple buddies uh about five years back or so um for halloween we uh cosplayed you cosplay yeah same I, guys who did the movie too uh, three of the uh, four, yeah. Three, wow. Yeah. Okay. Same characters. No. Oh, um, okay. Actually, I reprised my role as Core, but. <laughs> Do you use the same wig? Uh, I think it was a similar wig, but I went with the um, I went with the uh, seventh grade uh, look. <laughs> and also, my uh, friend Scott was uh, Sean, and he wore a leather jacket with like a, a necklace and, <laughs> and uh kyle was feeny oh that's fucking great man. but he he looked more like uh albert einstein i remember and... that dude. Did, he, did he have like <laughs> yeah. a stash a fake stash dude? no he grew a stash oh he it. grew it oh bit, i gotcha yeah. i gotcha it wasn't like as thick as a feeny stash but it it, it worked I could see it. Dude, the pictures were great, man. I remember It was that. a good time for sure. It always is. And uh, we even did a pose of the uh, the Mavericks uh, with uh, Nash Cuban and uh, Dirk. <laughs> Dirk like and Nash the, the, Cuban. There's a funny photo online if you see with like Nash and, and Dirk have like cowboy hats on and like Dirk's like on uh, Cuban shoulders. Riding so Cuban. we like reenacted that with like the the basketball and stuff. Yeah, I've seen that. That's a great one. It, it was good, That's like mashup. One. I feel because we did that very uh, costume before with the Mavs themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to close with that. Uh, this has been our second episode of the Blast from the Past cast. This has been Robin Randall. We'll see you next time. All right. See you next time. Ooh.